It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. I uh, don't want to alarm anybody, but we can see the sky this oh, morning. Oh, my goodness. It looks so beautiful. No no, no smoke? No. Oh, it's that thing where I left my patio door open all night, like the screen door upstairs, and I and I came out, and I didn't have, like, my kitchen full of smoke. Yeah. It like, happened a couple times over the weekend because there was that false hope a couple times, right? Where you're like, wow, it's so nice. I'm going to leave the windows open. <laughs> Oopsies, never mind. <laughs> no, so far, so good for, almost said Monday, Tuesday yeah. morning. Yeah. After Short the May week. long weekend. Short week. The weekend where we finally got rain. I feel like everybody's got a bit of a rain story, but when you hear uh, a story from someone who was in an airplane trying to land in Calgary, <laughs> oh like gosh. fuzzy, yeah. it's a little intense. Well, it's weird because I really had no clue of how much it rained yesterday, and to hear everybody talking this morning about hail and thunderstorms and everything, I go, oh, so that's why we couldn't land. <laughs> uh, I spent the weekend in Kelowna and uh, flew out there, no problems flying out there. Flew back, and what should have been a 42-minute flight ended up significantly longer because there we were circling and circling and circling and circling. And then everybody starts to go, this feels like a long flight. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden the pilot comes on and goes, hey, so here's what's happening. There's a uh, bit of a storm system that's sitting right over the Calgary airport right now. So they're not landing any planes. So all of the planes that are coming in are circling. Oh, uh, no. So we're going to keep doing this until they let us know what's going to happen next. Oh, so a then ride. a little bit longer goes by and he goes, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Uh, they were redirecting us to Lethbridge, at which point in time we will land. And then when the system clears up and they get through the backlog of planes that are also circling and significantly bigger and non- unable to land in a smaller town, then they'll let us come back to Calgary. Oh, my gosh. So then we flew to Lethbridge, sat on the plane for a little over an hour, and then they said, okay, we're good to go. And then there we were up in the air in 26 minutes back home. All in all, by the time, uh, by the time, from the time I left the hotel yesterday at noon to the time I actually got home uh, at 8 o'clock, oh, I could have driven from Kelowna home. <laughs> Oh, man, that's so tough. It's it's interesting because, like, last week you were a little bit concerned about your flight because of the looming yeah, yeah. strike yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then and I now, was lucky because I was like, hey, yes. what's that encore? You're good. Oh, uh, man. And now it's because of lightning strikes. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy wondering what is your family known for? This could be something your family is Famous for, Mm -hmm. this could be something your family is infamous for. That thing that people know about your family, it could be passed down from generation to generation to generation. If you got a story, we'd love to hear what your family is known for. Now, this isn't just stories about how Tyler's family is known as being the household with three boys growing up. <laughs> one is like, yeah. <laughs> Whitehorn infamous, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not no, just like not known that. for being bad yeah. and being kicked out of uh, grandma and grandpa's <laughs> campground oh, oh, no. in the uh, summertime at Pine Lake. No, 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 not that kind of famous. We're talking about like that thing that people would introduce you as. Do you know who this person is? Their 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 grandfather invented the hide bed That kind oh, of famous today. Seriously, still thinking about that amazing dinner I went for with my new friend Candace Davis uh, is her name, and uh, we went out for for dinner. It was a bit of a random meeting. The reason we got together, but we're chatting around and tell me about yourself. Tell me about yourself. And I don't know how we got there. But she's like, yeah, my 
uh, great-great-grandfather actually uh, invented the hide-a-bed. What? The pull-out couch. That's so cool. And, like, honestly, we sat there and had dinner together for three hours, and this is almost the only thing I remember. I personally would not be able to focus on anything else knowing that, like, her family lineage is, like, an invention of, like, oh, something that, that yeah. everybody has experienced, the, the hide-a-bed, the pull-out couch. Yeah, so her her great-great-grandfather was from Scotland, uh, and I guess he invented it there. He was, like, a big furniture factory worker, invented wow. the whole thing, there, but didn't get the patent. Like, okay. didn't. So there's, like, no actual credit. And, oh. then, and then she's like, I know we have family records of it somewhere. She, like, started, like, actually trying to, like, track them down. She's, like, come up short. So far, I'm like, don't, don't, don't let the proof get in the way of a good story. Yeah. You always got uh-huh. to grow up knowing that your great great grandfather is the inventor of the pullout couch. Fuzzy, just think about any uncomfortable night's sleep you oh. ever had. Yeah, yeah, with that bar in the middle sleeping of your on back. a on a friend's couch. Uh-huh. Or the couch at your parents' house, yeah. or or someone in your family's couch, and like how wonderfully like horrible it her, was. Her family yes. is to that blame for that. That all goes way back <laughs> into right? the legacy of her family. Think of how many times you helped a friend move, and you oh. were like, "Really? Yeah. You gotta bring that yeah. heavy thing along with she you." She should consider herself lucky that her family's not tied <laughs> oh, to that. Oh man, Ooh. I think that's so glorious. Uh, being from a family with the only thing like that we're known for is like the fact that my dad used to crawl inside a giant balloon. I feel like this yeah, is pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty plus, cool. Plus, what if like now you get to coast off the success of an elder, 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 yes. elder family member right. and you could be like the queen of pull-out couches and yeah. be known for that. It'd be like, uh, <sighs> you could be like the... the high to bed royalty. Yeah, like you could be Mr. S- or Mrs. Sleep Country or something like that. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Hey. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? <laughs> Think about it. Oh, it's a family legacy right uh-huh. there. So We'd love incredible. to know, uh, what is your family known for? Is it something you're famous for, infamous for? Oh. I feel like this text uh, falls under the infamous category. A uh, text from Beverly earlier this morning, and it said, um, I have a family member that is famous or infamous for having having been part of the team that helped to build the Titanic. Oh, like mm. what a what a, a major yeah. part of like engineering for, well, yeah, for it was, its time. It was time? the biggest ship of its time, if you think about it, right? Like it just unfortunately yeah. didn't end well. Just kind of like the biggest, yeah. the biggest fails of all time. Well, we don't want to give any spoilers no. for the movie. Yeah, spoiler but alert. Yeah, that didn't, didn't turn out very didn't well. Go, didn't, yeah. go, didn't go so Oops. well and then. Jack and Roy. Oh, the- don't even get us started on yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> when you talk about uh, people seeking credit for past inventions, uh, funny story here from Debbie. I had an uncle that kept claiming that he came up with Saran and was stolen from him, and I don't think it was true. I, maybe it was. I don't know. I, but he kept, he wouldn't let us have it in the house. He wouldn't let you have it in the house? Well, because somebody else stole yeah, it from him? Do- <laughs> yeah. I typically, I think he was maybe just messing with all of them. Yeah, like, you always have to be tinted. <laughs> Was his name like Uncle Saran? Like he's like, oh, I named it that, or his his ex wife was named Saran. Like it's it's so funny to have someone who claims to have invented yeah. something that is so Saran common. Rat. Yeah. Saran Rat. Yeah. It was bizarre. It was, it was Uncle Larry. Uncle, Uncle Larry. Larry. Yeah. Man, I bet Uncle he Larry will be little. glad to hear us talking about him today. Glad like the other. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah glad to hear rap. Yeah, clean rap as opposed to the brand name. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should have said his name. Well, I I don't think he uh, he's in an assisted living now, so <laughs> probably probably not listening. No, I could picture your uncle. He's got this grudge against Saran Wrap so bad. <laughs> 
that never in his home ever could someone watch a movie starring Susan Sarandon. He's like, not in his house. I don't think so. Get it out of here. Got a text to uh, 98.5, 985 from Sarah, whose uh, grandfather was actually a part of a major Canadian heritage moment. What, what, what was your, da- your grandpa fam- famous for? He was really well known for being the blind mechanic. Interesting. So what, what was his story? Um, he was two years old and he was standing in the window of his house and the um, two ships collided in the harbor and the glass from the window blew into his eyes. And so he was blinded um, by the Halifax explosion. Was this like a Canadian history moment? Because this is, I feel like this is what this is. It was, yes. He was on, um, he, they did like a documentary on the CBC, I think, about him as well. You might be able to uh, close your eyes and picture seeing this on TV growing up as a kid here in Canada. But this is a clip of the Canadian heritage moment that Sarah's grandfather was a part of. Coleman, there's no time. Train's coming in towards Pier 6. I've got to warn him. Come on, Vince. Come on. There are 700 people aboard it. I've got to stop it. Come on. Come on. Acknowledge. Ooh, I get goosebumps thinking about it. And Sarah, your grandpa's name was? Eric Davidson. Eric Davidson. And I I Googled him because you say Google Eric Davidson, the blind mechanic. And there's like books and everything written about him that you can buy on Amazon. Yeah, Yeah, my my Aunt Marilyn um, wrote a book about him. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Also, uh, when you Google Canadian Heritage Moment, Halifax Explosion is the first thing that comes up. Wow. Wow. I'm totally going to go watch it. That's so interesting, Sarah. It is really interesting. Yeah, he was quite an amazing guy. I remember, like, when I was a kid and I was um, I would go there a lot to visit him in the summer, him and my grandma and my, my other family that's in Nova Scotia. And um, I'd go walking with him, and he wouldn't even need to use, like, one of the canes because he just knew everywhere he was going just by the sounds of things around him and stuff. It was really neat. Whoa, it's wow. almost like he grew up with um, that disability his whole life. He almost developed superpowers. Yeah, exactly. Everything else was heightened. How about having a Calgary street named after your family? Cool. Just texting with our friend Joel, 985-985, saying that his last name is Goddard and the NASA space station is named after his family. His great uncle was Robert Goddard. He was an American engineer, professor, physicist, and inventor credited with creating and building the world's first liquid-fueled rocket. Whoa. Yeah, and so that's why Goddard Ave, or Goddard Ave, is named after his family. If I was Joel, I'd be driving to that thing right now and, like, getting up to that street sign and, like... But in a rocket ship. Yeah. in a rocket. You do a salute. You're like, yeah, that's right. My family made that. It's Medium Take Tuesday with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real important opportunity to get a few things off the old chest to start the week. But as always, we promise nothing too controversial. These are just medium temperature takes. Having friends in from out of town for the long weekend is always so nice. Until you have to live like a long weekend tourist alongside them for the weekend. Oh. Why, why, is the, why is the zoo so busy? <laughs> well, Cheryl, it's the Milo weekend. This is why we come here on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. I saw you post on Instagram. You were at the zoo oh, with your friend Cheryl. And I was like, yo, Cheryl, man, why you got to go to the zoo on the busiest weekend of the year, girl? Come on. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. It's so fun. So busy. Discovered a uh, great diet plan this weekend. Oh, okay. Everyone's looking forward to being bathing suit ready this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, just have a sprained ankle. Oh, perfect. Okay. Not a whole lot of moving around then. Yeah, yeah. If it really hurts getting up to try and go get a snack, yeah. you're going to have way fewer snacks over the weekend. Right. I guess that's looking on the bright side of having a oh, a, a minor injury like uh, like I do. Yeah. Oh, Aww. poor thing. Rock, paper, scissors. 
Can we all agree that the proper cadence is one, two, throw? I watched a video that was one, two, three, throw, and it completely <laughs> hurt my brain. Yeah, yeah, you have to establish before you go, otherwise yeah. you're going to have awkwardness. And then you're like, yeah. you're just saying it's different because you no, lost. No, no, it's, it's not fair. There's only one cadence, and it's one, two, throw. Uh, uh, one, two, three, yeah, throw? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that is weird. Ew. Super weird. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys, I'm uh, really going to miss all the new text friends I've made leading up to the election. <laughs> Stay in touch, Jan, from blank, blank, blank. Great chatting with you, Rob, from blank, blank, blank. And all the best, Dwight, from wait, what are we taking back? What? Oh. Bye-bye. It's hard to uh, get in contact with again after you block their numbers. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's, they've blocked me with all the responses. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, with that in mind, good news. In just one week, our provincial election will be over, and then everyone can quit yelling and get along again. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. That's how it works, right? Like, it happens, yeah. and everyone's like, it happened, and yeah. we're satisfied and with now, what happened. Let's all get along. And now we'll move on and get, get along. That, that's how it works, right? Definitely, yeah. Tyler. That's how it works. That's <laughs> how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> Medium take. If you're a person who doesn't eat eggs and you go to a breakfast restaurant... Um, expect to be ridiculed and mocked by both the server and your friends. Because I don't know how to tell you this. Um, they're a breakfast restaurant, and all they do is serve eggs. Very true. Hard-boiled <laughs> eggs, soft-boiled eggs, hard-scrambled eggs, soft-scrambled eggs, oh. creamy-scrambled eggs, oh. omelets, frittatas, sunny-side eggs, over-easy eggs, over-medium eggs, over-hard eggs, can't forget poached eggs, baked eggs, basted eggs, all kinds of eggs. All kinds of ways to do eggs. Egg bites. <laughs> Anybody you want to call out for being the non-egg eater at breakfast there, Fuzz? It's one of my moron friends. <laughs> what do they have then? Toast? Total yeah. idiot. Can you make this without eggs? The server, the server literally looked at him and said, that has never, ever happened. No. Can I get an omelet without the eggs? You're like, you just want a, yeah. a handful of ham and cheese? Yeah. Yeah. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real. Fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Got to give a big shout out to the Slush Cup at Sunshine Village. That wonderful thing that happens every May long Mm -hmm. and causes some of the best Rocky Mountain FOMO (laughs) of anything. Probably the most notable thing at the Slush Cup this weekend was uh, the the girl who slid down the ski hill in in, in her wedding dress. (laughs) Uh, This story is uh, covered by our good friend Austin Lee from CTV Calgary. One of those costumes, a wedding dress. Annie Nielsen spent her bachelorette party in Banff and decided to break out the dress two weeks early. Slush Cup's all about costumes and uh, what's more epic than a wedding dress? (laughs) It was a great idea, I thought it'd be super fun and then as soon as I got up there I was like, I don't know, I might drown in the pool. <laughs> Not uh, something you hear about every day. She didn't, yeah. hopefully. No, I'm, she I'm, didn't. Guessing, no. I'm guessing yeah. she didn't. Yeah. It sounds like no casualties or anything like that, but man, this is like the best time ever. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing I love about the Slush Cup is that it signifies the end of ski season. Yes. Right? So I know we're always like, you know what? It's good to support the Rockies and the mountains, and it's good for our economy and everything. That's awesome. But now that ski season is done, no more snow, right? Well, I would hope. I would hope not. Yeah, no. I think. I think we're good now. Okay, so now you're like saying that we can be happy and fine with wishing right. for no more snow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no okay. more snow. We're good. Fuzzy just jinxed it. It's gonna snow like oh. six feet this week. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I, I think yeah. just no. You're you're the one who said it. I think you think. <laughs> so you know what? If it does, slush cup again. Slush cup again? Yeah. Right. If it snows that 
much. We can do it all over again. We'll hold the uh, yeah. next slush cup in Cranston is Perfect. what we will do. Yes. And this time I, I'm going to I'm gonna go and I'm going to participate because that'll end up just great. Okay. You're going to go down the coulee. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> yes. Great idea. Great idea. Uh-huh. Uh, Danae, just have your wedding dress ready. Okay. Perfect. Sounds you can get great. changed at Fuzzy's house and okay. then do the slush cup at the, at the coulee. Yeah. At the coulee. Yeah. Perfect. So Coolie when it snows later happen. on this week. Headed down into Riverstone. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So later on this week, that can all happen again. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here with Discovery to start the week. These are stories from people about their scars and how they got them. Whew. Poor Kristen just uh, won an emulator favorite Disney movie of all time. Oh, man. And ended up hurt not once, but twice in the same spot. Share your story. Okay, so this actually happened when I was in middle school. I used to live on, like, this bay with water, and it had these huge rocks outside of our house. And me and my best friend were, like, we were just, like, playing and dancing on the rocks. And then I had this really great idea. I was like, why don't we pretend to be like we're in The Lion King? I'll be Nala and you can be Simba and we can be like on the rocks singing. And so I like get down on my knees and I start like crawling on these huge rocks and then I just slip and my forehead just busted open. Oh. And, oh, no. yeah, and it just would not stop bleeding. I had to go to the emergency room and that's not even the worst part. The worst part is three years later, I went on a trip to New Orleans with some of my best friends, and we were, you know, drunk, obviously, of New Orleans, and we were jumping on the bed, and I slipped, and I hit my forehead in the same exact spot on the edge of a nightstand, and now it's just like that scar is is forever there. Also, I had to go to the emergency room in New Orleans in a taxi with, like, a towel that was bloody on my forehead. It was terrible. Yikes. Sorry, how many years in between the two situations was that? It was about five, six years. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yikes, and what does that look like now? You know, it's like, it's it's a little faint, but it, it is still there. You can still see it. It's this little white dash across my forehead that will just never go away. Oh, well, it's a double scar now, right? It's a double scar, yeah. <laughs> Whether it's one scar, two scar, three scar. Three scar, four? More? Car scar? Was, is, is, that a, is that a rhyme? Wonderful. I was rhyme. trying to go with the Disney theme. You'd be like, right. yeah, it's one fish, two oh, fish, yeah. red fish. Also not Disney, but scars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, kids, kids stuff. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, you feel like everybody's got a mark on their body from some type of injury at some point in their life. Totally. We'd love for you to share it with us here on Discovery. And for the first time ever, we hear about someone being injured. With this particular thing. <laughs> Ava, take us through this journey. I don't know how like graphic you guys get on this, but um, me and my boyfriend at the time, we were moving. He had like a hobby where he built furniture. He had these like industrial strength magnets um, that you put inside furniture. So if you like make a bottle opener or something like that, like you can open the bottle and the cap sticks to like the wood piece on the outside of it really strong magnets, uh, almost like a little bit smaller than the the palm of your hand. (laughs) So we're moving, we had a bunch of stuff out and I saw one of these like on the table and I picked it up and I was just kind of playing with it in my hands. I think he even made a comment and he was like, I'm really nervous about you playing with with that. Like that's a really strong magnet. I'm like, it's fine. Like the other one's like not here. 
And I went to go set it down on the table. And I didn't realize that the other magnet was like on the table. And so the other magnet snapped up and like kind of like crushed my finger. Like, oh, no way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> In between the, like the two really strong magnets. What's really funny about this is that like when there's like a crisis or something like that, or if like I'm in pain, I have to do something about it. Like I just go into like adrenaline, like calm logistics mode. And his mom's a nurse, so I was like, you need to call your mom. I was just kind of dealing with it. And he was the one that was absolutely freaking out. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> he couldn't help me bandage it or anything like that. Like his hands were shaking too much. So I had to like bandage it by myself and like <laughs> um, take care of it and everything. And like uh, I had to get some stitches and I have like some weird like horizontal scarring on, on my finger from it. Wow. That I'm be, so crazy. And I'm going to be honest, when you said a graphic one and you started talking to your boyfriend, I, I did not think that it was going to be a wound on your hand. <laughs> yeah, or, or that it involves oh magnets. Like, this is yeah. like... This is the first. This yeah. is the first time I've ever heard anything like this. Holy cow. Very unique, Ava. Yes. <laughs> it's Medium Take Tuesday with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real important opportunity to get a few things off the old chest, but as always, we promise nothing too controversial here. These are just medium temperature takes. You know, people who stand up as soon as the plane lands are misidentified as the worst travelers. Oh, okay. They just want to get up and stretch, maybe pull their bags down and just speed up the process of Be getting ready. off the plane. The worst travelers are the people who stand at the front of the line when it's time to board, even though it's not their turn to board. Ooh. Sorry, are you guys not getting on the plane? Oh, you're zone three. Then maybe you should move so the other 30 people who are in zones one and two who are trying to get on the plane right now can, can get on instead of you just standing there looking at your at your ID. They just want, want to be heroes. Like, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. They get to do that over and over and over because it's not actually their turn. Maybe they feel a sense of power for waving people through. No, no, you yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, you go ahead. There's got to be some reason that is messed up. Go ahead. Uh, medium take. This just in. E-scooters are awesome. Are they really? Breaking news. <laughs> Sorry, is it 2018? You guys know that sometimes I'm a little scared of trying things that can potentially injure me. Okay. Tried an e-scooter for the first time this past weekend because my best friend was in town. She's always pushing me out of my comfort zone. Incredible. <laughs> like, seriously, so, I get it. I get it now. <laughs> Today, we have so much to talk about now that you've finally taken this step. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> did you ride over the Peace Bridge? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, totally did. That's really cool. Yeah, super fun. Really Ripping cool. all over Eau Claire and all over those areas. Uh, did our Maylong tradition of uh, camping in the backyard on Friday. Just got to say that s'mores are the most overrated camping snack creation ever. Whoa. <laughs> I actually vote that we change the name to Sless. <gasps> Sless. Yeah. I agree. Because yeah. I don't want some more of them. I want Sless of them. Overwhelming. I agree with you, Tyler. That's a good one. <laughs> so the marshmallow's kind of melty and you stick it on the chocolate and those crackers are really just dry and nah no. It kind of hurt. I like all these things just not together. Get out of here. Sless. That feels like a hot, melty take, but whatever. Medium take. The idea of golf is to get the fewest strokes possible. I say leave that to the professionals. Amateur hacks like the rest of us should celebrate getting to see all that the course has to offer. Hey. Explore the woods. Spend some time on the beach. 
Send your golf balls in the wa- on a water excursion. <laughs> Get your money's worth. It's expensive. And celebrate shooting 105 when everybody else is in the 90s. <laughs> I love it. That's a positive way of looking at it. Well, Fuzzy, I appreciate it. Yeah. You, you did a great game this week. <laughs> I got my money's worth. Nice. Uh, medium take, uh, advanced polls for the Alberta election today. But what they should really be called is hipster polls. Because you get to vote before it's even cool. Because it gets real cool on election day. <laughs> Today's doing eyebrow raises, by the way. Real cool. No, hipsters. Today looks like one of those videos where they do the thug life thing at the end. Sure. <laughs> La, da, 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 da. You know I'm going to be walking out of those polls with sunglasses on, Tyler. Uh, One final medium take on this Tuesday morning. On a Friday, we got to talk to a girl in Calgary whose name is May Long, born on May Long weekend. I guess this means uh, the next long weekend coming up has a lot to live up to. But hey, if you know anybody named Canada Day, we'd love (laughs) for you to connect us. The man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio.